joined today in the studio. <laughs> Rant by Allison Yanez. I'm joined today in the studio with my co-wrangler, Jacob. Jacob, how are you? I am doing excellent today. It's another beautiful day here in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. so cannot complain about that. And no. we're drinking some beer today. It's not local, but no. it is from at least the West Coast. We're drinking uh, Stone's Tangerine Express IPA. Where's Stone from? Escondido, California. Escondido, California. Yeah. Or just, Virginia. Just down the road. Yeah, originally, <laughs> that's interesting. Originally from uh, Escondido, that's where they they started. Okay. Uh, didn't know they had a Virginia brewery now, which is great. Yeah. Um, I call this beer a breakfast beer. Uh-huh. So because it's got a nice, uh, nice little citrus flavor to it. Tangerine um, and pineapple. Not too strong. Six point seven alcohol. Six point seven alcohol, so perfect for the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, really great way to start your day. And it's got the independent craft. Yeah. Yep. Stone is always, always independent. They're, uh, this would be nice paired with some pieces of fruit, like obviously tangerine pineapple with a little tahina in it. Oh, yeah. That would be tasty. Or chamoy. Mm -hmm. Definitely. For our peeps out there that don't know what chamoy is, chamoy is like this fermented pickle dish kind of thing that we do to fruit in Mexico. And you can do it to whatever, like, um, what are chabacanos? Apricots? Apricots. Don't look um, at me. I, I know. Jacob, <laughs> what is a chavacano? <laughs> yes. You're very knowledgeable. You yes. surprise us sometimes. Turns out you're completely fluent in Spanish. That'd be crazy. See. Si. Si. <laughs> That'd be nutty. But anyway, we wanted to talk today about some of our um, pod crushes, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because we, um, obviously, as hosts of a podcast, uh, we also listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, probably to the extreme sometimes. I know, although we have talked, we are not um, we are not those people that, that speed up the speed of podcasts right. to get more in. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't known to slow down podcasts yeah. that we listen to, perhaps our own podcast. But um, We sound yeah. groovy when you slow us down. We do. We do, because <laughs> we happen to talk pretty quickly. So maybe yeah. it's actually real time for everyone else. It could be. Could be. So I'm going to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. But speaking about um, how you talk on podcasts, interestingly enough, one of the podcasts that I wanted to bring up, um, we haven't really talked about. So listeners, uh, I'm Mexican. And I'd like to incorporate a bit about our uh, my heritage and some of my producers heritage, Latino heritage into this and um, support other brown podcasts out there or, you know, Spanish-speaking podcasts. So actually, there's a podcast that I listen to called El Gabfest en Español. It's put out uh, by Slate.com. Slate has a bunch of cool podcasts. Um, But this features Leon Krause, who comes, uh, he's a Mexican journalist, and a couple of other women that join him. Um, Dori Toribio and Janet Rivera, I believe are their names. One is a Spanish journalist and the other person, I don't recall where she's from. But the podcast takes uh, place in Spanish and it's political and also cultural. So it's kind of like Battleborn. But it was interesting because they were mentioning on their last episode that they've received a lot of comments from the public where they're like, we tune into your podcast A to find out about the news in Espanol, but also to learn Spanish. I thought that was really interesting because these people, their background is is in journalism so you know there's a bit of formality to it and they talk about both domestic and foreign policy so you can get a more educated um you know uh angle to the news and I th- so I, I thought that was really interesting but some of the people have complained because again one of them is from Spain the other is from maybe Uruguay 
and then from Mexico. So they each have very different accents and they talk quite fast. And so some of the people have complained like, slow down, I can't catch up with you guys. So this is something interesting that they're going to try to, you know, uh, you know, take into consideration and talk slower. But I thought that was um, pretty cool. Yeah. And it actually planted a very bad seed in my mind where now I'm kind of thinking about launching a podcast in Spanish. So I'm looking at my Spanish speaker now. <laughs> His producer wheels are turning. No, for the moment, I'll stick to Wild and Free. That's enough uh, podcast endeavors. Oh, he doesn't like the idea. <laughs> yeah, we're getting further and further away from Jose and I's band. Yeah. As the more podcasts we get. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that never was the remainders. Oh, is that what that is? We're the leftovers from uh, Lechusa. Yes. You, oh, yeah. Oh, the remainders, the leftovers. Okay. Right. I gotcha. Yeah. Las, las sobras. That's what you... See. See. <laughs> but anyway, I thought, I thought I'd bring that up because um, as I think I've brought up um, at the beginning, I got into podcasts. The first podcast I listened to was a local one um, called Latinos Who Lunch. And it features a local artist, Justin Favela, and a PhD a professor, Emanuel Ortega, at UNLV. And they talk about gender politics, um, the L LGBTQ issues, being a person of color in this country, uh, working in the artist world, working in academia. And so I just, you know, just want to put these podcasts out there so that our listeners can diversify their interests. If we have Spanish-speaking people on um, list that listening, um, here are some options for you. And depending on when you're listening to this episode, mm -hmm. this may be before or after the Latinos who lunch have joined us for an episode. Mm -hmm. So, um, so definitely, uh, if, if this is before that episode's released, be on the lookout. If it's afterwards and you missed it, go back and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, go, go and check it out. Yeah. So it's very, very exciting. We're very exciting to have our, excited to have our, uh, probably the, the premier podcasters of our community. Oh, they really? are. Really? I mean, I, they, I would say there's no one else that is, uh, no, that's, that's that level of podcaster. Um, locally. So. Yeah, I'm really looking Very forward to exciting. that episode. Um, we'll get into detail with yeah. uh, uh, with them. But yeah, I mean, they've helped launch a podcast festival in LA right. for people of color in this country. And I have made sure... Um, Latinx people. Before we, we do that podcast, I'm going on a strict laugh diet. Uh -huh. Like I, will, I cannot laugh for the week leading up to that us recording that because... Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to binge so much on laughter that I will probably Oh, yeah, that chair. sounds wonderful. So, sounds much better than the binging I do with Trumpcast, then. Because every every <laughs> time I listen to Latinos Who Lunch, I end up, and I don't, I'll be honest, I don't understand all of it, but, like, <laughs> the things I do understand, I usually am laughing my butt off, for sure. ¿Cómo? Sí. <laughs> That'll be the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are you listening to jacob i i you know um and we've talked about it before um but uh but i'm a, i'm an so i'm an avid reader i read a lot um i don't I, I don't generally because i'm in school um i don't generally read a lot uh personally that's um non-fiction so for school i'm a political science student uh, so i read a lot of political science both uh academic stuff um books and then, um, you know, articles and whatnot, and, and then opinion, et cetera, which is one of the reasons I like to host, co-host a, a politics podcast is because I'm really passionate about that. But but I, but in my personal time, when I'm not doing those things, I like to read. I, li I love fiction a lot. 
Um, and so one of my favorite genres of podcasts are what are called audio dramas. Mm-hmm. Um, now, really, I mean, the heritage goes back as long as radio goes back. And it's basically, you know, stories, um, fiction stories that are told over the radio. Sometimes they're, you know, from a first-person perspective. Sometimes there's a group of actors, like a TV show. Um but it's actually, uh, they're kind of like the late, the late players in the podcast world. So podcasts yeah. really started out as, as more of like similar to what we're doing or like very specific like topics. Um, and audio drama has kind of found its way now just recently in the last couple of years into the podcast realm. Hmm. So I listen to a lot of audio dramas. Um, I will tell you that there's, there's uh, a couple that I've, that I've been following, um, that are kind of like, uh, not super popular. So I listen to some of the really popular audio dramas, but um, there's one uh, in particular that I literally just spent like all the free time I had in a day uh, going through. Um, there's only ep- nine episodes and they're pretty short, but the it's called Heretic. And it's, um, it's a story that just one guy does. Um, and he is... I think he's in Michigan. He's like a, mm. he's like a pastor um, at a church, but like this, and but the show is about like it's 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 a show that deals with issues of it's an audio drama, so it's not real, um, but it's there's it, there's a cult that's involved in it. There's some potential mental health issues that, that kind of come into play. It's a really interesting story. Um, it's really kind of developed. It first started out pretty straightforward to me, and it was like a guy who left a cult, and he was doing like a first-person podcast recording his stories about the cult. Uh-huh. And then there was mass suicide, and now like where I'm at, where I'm, I'm caught up, but it's really confusing. You don't really know what's real and what's not real, and I really like that um, mm-hmm. about the stories that I listen to. I'm also super obsessed with cults um, on a personal level, so it's nice to like get some a lot of there's a lot of audio dramas about cults why do you like great why do you like cults um so i'm not religious um i uh, didn't didn't really grow up religious um uh, there was a time that i was religious but uh but i've just really been interested in how people get into religious movements Mm -hmm. um and kind of what draws people to those and i understand i'm i've always been a seeker and, and someone who's curious about the world but um i'm interested in cults because i'm interested in how sociologically how people decide to join cults and then how people decide to start cults because Mm -hmm. i think there's some people in the history of the world who have started cults that were intending to start a cult and some who really believed everything that they said and i think it's really interesting to kind of get that perspective um but i like the audio dramas just because i'm interested in cults Hmm. um which yeah well no i was gonna um just hearing you talk about this so your thirst for knowledge love of books um, overall spreading democracy these are three like key elements that you share um, in common with Kanye who see just kidding <laughs> yes it's true I mean yes I have been known to be very similar to Kanye West <laughs> yeah. in many regards I'm an also a large hip-hop fan as well so you are you are that uh that that comes into play as well do you listen to uh, him I have not listened to him in a while I think the last I haven't listened to his his newest couple records. It's mm-hmm. been a while since I've listened to him. Um, it's not. I don't know. I, I kind of. While I listen to a lot of very contemporaneous music, when it comes to hip hop, I generally stray towards the artists that I've liked for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and I don't listen to a lot of new hip hop. There are exceptions. I just listened to J Cole's new album, mm-hmm. uh, Kod. Holy shit! That is amazing record hmm. and then of course you know just recently um kendrick lamar won a pulitzer prize right like i mean kendrick lamar is a genius also so those are those are exceptions kanye's new newer stuff not a fan of but 
Yes. You know, recently, I'm going to get off topic real sure, quick. Sure, sure. Uh, I recently watched The Ninth Gate, uh, which is a more recent Roman Polanski movie. Like, recent is in from the, I think it's the late 90s, early 2000s, starring Johnny Depp. Um, again, never because of, of my love of cults, that was something because it involves like historic books and like um, there's like a cult aspect to it. Huh. Uh, I really liked the movie when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Who then I decided star? Johnny Depp. Uh, that's right. Yeah, and then Roman Polanski, I think his current female partner is was the star at least she was she was the partner then i think i remember looking her up and she still is i don't know her name wasn't wasn't a name i was wasn't someone i was familiar with Um, but those but johnny depp is clearly the star of the movie um it is a johnny depp movie um the movie doesn't hold up i actually thought it was pretty garbage and then i didn't realize Mm -hmm. it was directed by roman polanski until after i watched it just recently and then I was like, oh, okay, why did he have this not-so-great actress play this really prominent role in the movie? And then I was like, oh, that's why. Got I forget it. he did great. The Pianist, too. Oh, did he? I didn't know he that. He did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, in Chinatown. Really? I mean, yeah. Different We're in Chinatown now, Jake. Are we? Yeah, it's a quote. I know. Okay. See. <laughs> See. We should have a, um, oh man, at one point, dear listeners, I wanted to launch a podcast about movies. Um, that would have been really cool. You deserve a music podcast. Think of launching that as a second option. I, my second will be the Spanish-speaking one, and then a third one will be movies. That's totally doable, right? Jose's like, I, I don't have time for this. <laughs> Those were crickets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Mexican crickets. Right. Okay. Yeah. Apparently they make gri, gri. Different, they different sounds. Uh-huh. Got it. Yes. Ah, well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I know uh, before uh, before you talk about your next one, I just want to throw out there. Um, mm-hmm. I like this this podcast as well. But maybe I don't have a is, next one. This is the the favorite of of our fact checker um, Ashley Pacheco. All right. Hidden Brain. Mm-hmm. Loves Hidden Brain. Hidden Brain. If you haven't listened to it, it's also on NPR as well. But mm-hmm. uh, it's generally listened to in podcast form for those of us whose time. Doesn't require, doesn't allow us to be in the car all the time, because um, we're busy media moguls. We are busy media moguls, like <laughs> yeah. Kanye. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Hidden Brain is uh, is pretty phenomenal. They kind of go into topics and and really kind of from the science perspective, but it's very easy for the layman to understand. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I was just going to, um, not a particular podcast per se, but um, my mother has come up in podcasts late recently, mm-hmm. right? Um, so my mom um, has this issue with the way I talk on this podcast. She says I swear a lot and I can be kind of vulgarish, blah, blah, blah. You vulgar never. Right. And so... Um, Allison's I had... mom, she doesn't cuss in real life. No. I swear. Promise. I don't. I don't. So recently, one of the podcasts that I listened to, Pod Save the People, put out by the Crooked Media guys... Um, the host, Tommy Vitor, talks about foreign relations, uh, uh, diplomacy, and he had on uh, Madeline, Madeline Albright, which is a mm. big coup. Like, that's the biggest person. No, I mean, it's, it's fucking huge. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Um, they've had on Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, etc., but they're Obama people, so, you know, they're kind of personal favors. Right. Madeline Albright is a really big deal, so they had her She's on. She's legit AF. She is. That's for you, Allison's mom. Allison's Monica, uh, Michelle. <laughs> I was just, well, she's Michelle Monica. That's for you, Michelle Monica, because I I recently learned you know what AF means. She's a really cool mom. But anyway, she was like, you're not going to have on Madeline Albright if you continue down the path you're going down. I was like, you know what? But that's, I mean, that's pretty, like, legit that she thinks that we could actually have someone on 
if I cut the crap out. So mm-hmm. um, she said, stop doing that. So, Mom, this one's for you. And I think we could have any number of, I mean, there's countless former Trump presidential staffers that we could have on because they're all jobless. Yes. Except for Sean Spicer. They're pretty much all lack jobs now. So we could have any, if they're not pending going to prison, like we could probably get them on. Well, and so I, think, I Sean, think that's pretty legit. Are you, what job are, are like the wax museum thing that he did or what, where yeah, is he employed? Yeah, personal appearances. Actually, uh-huh. he's, I think, I literally think he's at a, uh, Ivy League school as a You lecturer. know what? Another person was just offered a position. Is it Harvard that is giving these? Yeah, like, I think so. Yeah, what, I mean, what it's Ivy heck? League, which is... Yeah. I mean, which, don't get me wrong, is Ivy League's so passe now. Like, it's not really a thing, but well, they still have lots of money. Yeah. Well, power. actually, this is really appropriate. So I was just... I haven't had a chance to read too much into it, but I was reading about this lawsuit brought by a group of Asian... American and Pacific Islanders um, applicants to Harvard, they're suing the university because they state that they're giving preferential treatment, so affirmative action in essence, um, to people of color. So they're suing the university is my understanding. But it's like, I mean, people of color take up such a small fraction of applicants, like really white legacy children. And I I am a white legacy. Um, We are accepted at far higher rates at universities like go after them like don't like there needs to be uh intersectional cooperation between all these groups like don't attack fellow um you know vulnerable groups so that was pretty shitty so you know that is no shout out to you guys (laughs) aapi group oh dang (laughs) she went down that road right yeah for those of you because you cannot see this is a podcast allison just pulled a kanye and dropped the mic so Uh yeah yeah. Yep. As happens. Yeah. So, so, so another podcast that I'm, I'm a real big uh, fan of, um, particularly because you know I think that rate, media is often dominated by by men, uh-huh. um, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my favorite podcasts is actually it's uh, it's hosted and created by by a woman, mm-hmm. um, but it's called Death, Sex, and Money. Oh and yeah. It's through uh-huh. WNYC. Um, yes. So, uh, I'm sure some NPR stations play it, but um, and most of the podcasts I listen to are not NPR related. Mm-hmm. Yes, have it oh, on the yeah. phone. Um, but I it's, it's yet. essentially just asking the big questions about those three topics, which are the topics that you know when, when we grew when we grew up, at least when I grew up, um, it was like you know those are the things you don't talk about uh, mm-hmm. in front of other people. Um, and so I love that the host Anna Sale um, goes on and, and really like she talks to. Famous people, celebrities, you know, thought leaders, et cetera. But then she also talks to regular people um, about those things. And so I think it's it's really interesting to kind of hear the different perspectives. And she did a series on student loan debt. Um, right now I know they're working on a series on masculinity, uh-huh. um, which I think will be really, really interesting. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's just really fascinating stuff. And it's a very collaborative podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did an episode on, like, breakups. And so you're, you were supposed to share... Um, your b- favorite breakup songs to this Google Doc. Um, oh, cool. And so there's like this massive Google Doc that's on their website that has like the best breakup songs. And then there's like movies you should watch like if you just broke up. Like like there's just really, really cool stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and it very much, I mean, and I appreciate it because I don't know how old Anna Sale is, but she's like our generation. Like she's in her 30s. Mm-hmm. So it's very much like she kind of grew up in this weird in-between world right. where technology wasn't a thing and then it became a thing. And mm-hmm. so, you know... Very much, I think she speaks to kind of like 
us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as, as someone who she's, she's divorced, she's married again, just had her first child. I mean, like, like very much, I'm like, I mean, I can relate to this person also, yeah. um, which I really, really like, um, about her show and, mm-hmm. and the, the, the producers and stuff and the people she has in her show are just, just amazing. That, um, that's very cool. It's yeah. in, it's in my library and I can identify with everything you've just said, except the Google docs part. Like right. I would like to participate, but I can't figure that stuff out. <laughs> So, I'll give you my recommendations, and if you can put them up there, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, just just text them to me, and I'll add them for you to the those the breakup songs. Can you show me how to text when we finish? See. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Cool. 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 So, any any other podcasts you want to tell people about? Any other pod crushes that you happen to have? No. Ooh. <laughs> We're now Spanglish. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think, you know, we're always listening and finding new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really encourage um, our listeners to, you know, after you've uh, rated us on the yeah. various uh, iTunes, um, other podcatcher apps and whatnot, rated our podcast, um, get on social media. Tell us what your favorites are because we definitely do not know all of them. No. Um, there are more podcasts out there than there are probably sheep in Las Vegas. So, mm-hmm. um you know, we really want to uh, learn more about the different podcasts that are around. Um, so tell us your thoughts. Yeah. Send us, send us your recommendations. Um, we're all, all of us here involved in Wild and Free are, are traveling a lot over the summer. So mm-hmm. we have time. We're going to be on airplanes that we can download podcasts. Except for Allison because she struggles with downloading podcasts. I'm just Yeah, kidding. and I think the country I'm going to won't, won't have internet. I just actually. Because right, Switzerland's third world, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. Um, I actually, I want to make a recommendation to you, Jacob. Yes, please. Because you are going to be taking a political science hiatus mm-hmm. school-wise. But in your yes. off time, I hope you'll check out this podcast that John Favreau of Crooked Media is going to be putting out. It's going to be a 15-episode arc, and it is going, I, I don't really remember what it's called, to be honest, but it's going to be about why the Democratic Party is why we have been failing for so many years oh, okay. and getting our message across. I'm not going to speak for them. Why they are <laughs> having trouble right. getting across um, to, you know, different groups other than white people. And, you know, just historically, they're going to talk yeah. about the Democratic Party cool. and everything it stood for. So I think I think you'd be interested. In, oh, that's, um, I would love that. You're going to be in planes, so, you know. I will be. Yeah. yeah. So check that out. Perfect. And Thank it's you. cool because they're going to be enter- they're going to be interviewing politicians, everyday citizens, grassroots organizers, but they want it to be very crowdsourced. So they're going to put out an episode and then they actually set up a voicemail. How weird is that? Where you can call in and leave them a voicemail and be like, "Well, why didn't Kamala Harris address this? This is the issue with it." Or, "I love the Democrats. This is what they're doing right." And you can leave them a voicemail and they'll address them at the end of the week. So, um, it's just it's very much to it's very old yeah. school, and again, they don't pretend to have all the answers they're having on people that are experts in very niche areas, but they want to hear from the public, so it'd be cool if you could write to them. Maybe there's a Google Doc oh. somewhere that you could, you know, show off your fancy interweb I'll, knowledge. I'll check it out. Yeah. There's one I'd like to recommend you for your travels. Oh, thank you. Because uh-huh. I know you are fans of the arts and culture, mm-hmm. so um, many of the audio dramas I listen to are uh, series where it's the same same subject, same characters over multiple seasons and whatnot mm-hmm. i'm not going to recommend one of those to you okay. i recommend one of my favorite anthologies which is so it's a different story each episode uh-huh. um, and it very much it's very uh they are kind of like they're very interesting and different and in that they have you know emerging actors and whatnot that are in these stories but oh, it's I called like the big loop the, oh okay the big uh-huh. loop 
yeah, so it's an anthology. So each each episode is a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, the the creator is is just a real like he's done a couple other podcasts. He's a really like just smart guy, and he's um, he's created something really special. It's it's probably one of the more unique podcasts I've ever listened to. Oh, cool! And so each story again, it's they they call it in the the horror genre, but it's not a horror movie at all. It's not oh, horror yeah. at all. It's not. Oh they're god. Not, they're not. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why when you see it, it may say it may list it under horror, but uh-huh. it's not. They're not. Some of they're just weird and different. Some of them are slice of life stories. Some of them have like weird twists. Okay. But none of them are scary. All um, right. At least this this first season, none of them are scary. Because sometimes but, these categories, right? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I think as podcasts evolve, the categories hopefully will like yeah. go away. Because the way that I find my audio dramas is the arts and culture category, which doesn't make sense. There should be an mm-hmm. audio drama category because that's well in arts and culture so right because that could be that could be tv that could be like straight up i know there's i have a friend who listens who watches vanderpump rules it's a terrible tv show there's podcasts about that so reality tv all the way to like fine arts and like ballet podcasts audio drama does not fit in that category i don't believe no 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 okay i'll check it out thank you for the recommendation most definitely well this has been wild and free a battleborn podcast my name is jacob my name is Allison. And today in the studio, we have with us... Jose Sotelo. We have research assistance and fact-checking by Ashley Pacheco. And creative direction by Berta Gutierrez. And for the entirety of this episode, our dog in the den of descent, Raven, has been snoozing. She got into the conchas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for tuning in, y'all. See you soon. Yeehaw. Yeehaw.